Welcome to the Remy and Casey Show podcast. If you ever miss the show on 92.3 WIL each morning from 6 to 10 a.m., you can always listen right here whenever you want. Thanks for listening. It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 WIL. We have reached the halfway point of the week. Finally. We're here. And uh, yesterday after the show, it like hit me like a ton of bricks. Just my face went into sinus mode, like full sinus whatever is happening. And you could probably tell in my voice. I think you are, you're definitely someone or one of those people that's kind of sensitive to getting those allergies. Yeah. And really getting like sinus infections, colds with changing of the weather or like a summer cold. I could see you getting. I think that's happening to a lot of people right now. Yeah. As people get vaccinated and whatnot, now the other viruses can like kind of come into play, like the cold virus or whatever it is. But I think this is definitely like an allergy thing. But, you know, you you can't help but think in your mind, am I, is this, are we, do I need to? Should I go? Yeah. But I just go back, I go back to all the other times when I felt this exact same way. And I'm like, nah, this is just, this is just an allergies thing. Yeah. Did you hear that it's possible that we could be going back to masks? Um, yes, because I was, I was actually just in the process of reading an article about St. Louis city. Yeah. And are, are they for sure going back to masks in the city? I don't know if it's a for sure thing yet. Uh, but I know that the task force that we've you know come to know and love over the past year has urged everyone to wear a mask again. So right. as if I, you weren't confused before, here's more confusion. I'm not, I won't be surprised if we get an email this week saying that we're going to start wearing masks again. And you know what? Yep. If, if that's what it takes, I don't really care. It is what it is. I don't want everybody to go like start working from home again. I would really love to not do a lockdown again. We just got concerts started. If we got to wear masks at work, whatever. Yeah, 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 I'm cool with that too. I mean, it's just whatever's going to work to help us live some sort of a normal life. But yeah, so I I predict that that'll probably happen here in the near future. But uh, we got to get to the show. We've got an awesome show today. We've got Michael Ray tickets, Zach Brown band tickets with Sam Hunt with Remy versus Casey. And we talking about printers in 20 minutes. The weirdest (laughs) conversation we may ever have on this show. 92.3 W.I.L. Remy and Casey. Nobody under 40 owns a printer. True or false? Nobody under 40 owns a printer. Our good friend, uh, Julia, who's also in the radio business, posted this up on Twitter. We saw it and we were like, we have to talk about this. Uh, True or false? Nobody under 40 owns a working printer. Casey, you're under 40. Do you own a working printer? Heck no. (laughs) And I'll let you know right now, my entire life, the only time we've had a printer is when I lived at my parents' house. And did it work? No. Because was there ever ink and or like the filter system? No. The filter system. I what like is that. It called? Yeah, like, like a cartridge, like a ink cartridge. Ink, but there's something else besides ink. There's another thing that you need that we were just always out of and gotcha. no one was ever going to go pick it up. Uh, we have a working printer at our house. I'm under 40. We don't have ink for it though. Exactly. <laughs> if you have one, you don't have ink or you can't. You can't use it. I mean, I for me, it was always running up to the high school to print something if I needed to. Or if I was in college, I'd go all the way to the library or the public library if my school was closed. And now it's literally driving all the way to my job just to print something. Did they charge you in college like per piece of paper? We got... 500 a year, 500 <laughs> pieces of paper. And if you went over that, that's when you had to pay. Wow. Yeah. I, that's got to be a hard thing to manage. Uh, 
my whole dig with the printer at home thing is this business model that they have where you can buy a printer for like 80 90 bucks right and they'll right. give you some they'll give you some ink with it but it's not a full ink cartridge and that runs out and then you got to go get new ink and it's 50 dollars for ink that yeah that's another thing. i would almost get a new printer every time and just have hundreds of printers around my house that actually work and have ink in them so I so I didn't have to spend $60, $70 on an ink cartridge. In my mind, at-home printers are kind of obsolete. Here's the thing. If you're under 40 and you do have one, that works. A, your job probably requires you to. Like, you just need one for your job. Or you or, a small business or something. Exactly. You need to print labels and whatnot. Yeah. That, but otherwise, I think having an at-home printer is a little bit obsolete and there should be a better, less clunky, less expensive to fill ink kind of option. Yeah. And I'm sure there are, I'm sure there are people that are listening right now. Like you don't know about the ink hack where you uh, drain 42 ballpoint pens and (laughs) put them into a printer. And that's how you get around that. It's like, I don't have time to think about that. I don't have time to go to office max and refill my cartridges and all that kind of stuff for for half price. I just want something that prints in the house and I don't have to think about it and it just happens. Yeah, I want something that's small, that's easy to refill and then maybe I will keep one in my house. But until then, I'm not keeping that big clunky printer that's like (laughs) in my house. Like I just don't, it's not necessary. I'm driving to work. I love this tweet too. Quit sending Xennials and Millennials things to print at home. We don't have a printer. And if we do, we haven't found the power cord from the last move. Oh, exactly. And we've been surviving secretly on using work printers. On the Facebook page, if you go there, check it out. Uh, Miriam says, false. I have a printer. I'm 22. I asked, does it work though? (laughs) That's the main question. So head on over to the Facebook page. Let us know. Are you under 40? Do you have a printer? If if you're over 40, you can still participate in this too. But I just want to know like some hacks on how to, how to always, because I, if I wanted to print something at home right now, it it would give me just blank pages. Right. It would just run across just blank pages. You try and fix it yourself and then you get anxiety. You get all hot because you can't fix it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You can't figure it out. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Instagram. Let us know if you own a printer. This is the weirdest question, but I think it's so relevant because people get so upset at their home printers. It's 92.3 W.I.L. Remy and Casey. So before, before I would judge people on this so hardcore, like I could tell what type of person you were based on what choice you made in this situation. And I think everybody kind of falls one way or another in this. Yeah. So hypothetical situation, you're coming up on some construction or an accident where they're paring down the line or the uh, the lanes to one lane. So you have to merge into one lane. Are you the person who gets over early, merges early and waits in line? Or are you the person that merges late and goes uh, passes everybody up and just sneaks in last minute there? This has been really on my mind lately, and here's why. I'm one of the cautious people that gets over early, and I'm really, I guess, cautious about upcoming merging or upcoming exits. And I'm just not going to be that person that's whipping over the last minute. But my boyfriend is, (laughs) who drives us everywhere. Like, the lane is coming to an end so fast that I'm the one looking in the the rearview mirror saying, Hey, you know, this is your exit, right? And he's like, oh yeah, I know. 
he waits until he gets to that solid line or until he literally gets to that construction or the cop or whatever it is up there and then gets over. And everybody loves it because he drives a big truck. I know. They're probably like, this tool. That's what I would think if I wasn't in the truck. I'm not going to lie. I've done this a couple of times. It really depends on... on uh where I'm going, if I'm running behind, things like that, or if it just doesn't make sense. Like a couple days ago on the Columbia exit, there. so the Columbia exit goes into one lane, but then it immediately turns to two. And right. that line was backed up all the way to the JV bridge almost. And so I just, I was flying by everybody. I was like, why are you waiting in this line? Like I could just, you know, hop over in the second lane, right? Mm-hmm. Whenever the, uh, whenever the exit hits. However, I will say this, Casey, Jack is right. He is doing the correct thing. That's like the driving rule of it. So when commuting in heavy traffic and merging like that, the best way and the most efficient way, and we'll never get on the same page with this yeah. as drivers, is the zipper merge. Okay, I like this. I like that idea though. That you go, then I go, that you go, then yes. I go. But but again, that's never going to happen because you're expecting drivers to know this. And there are drivers out there that are probably out there today. You're probably looking at them right now in the passing lane going 40 miles per hour. <laughs> Right. They still haven't got the memo that you don't drive slow in the passing lane, right? So, but, but the zipper merge is like the the most accepted way to do that whole process in a quicker fashion. Because it keeps everyone moving. Keeps everybody moving the entire time. I get where that's coming from. <laughs> I also, something about it still just isn't right with me. If you're merging into like one lane, I totally understand the zipper method. Yeah. If you're just waiting till you hit the literal exit to get over in the exit lane. I don't know what you're doing. That's a different, I think then that's a different thing. Then you're cutting people yeah. off. There is a third option with this and that's the trucker that sits in the left lane so that people can't do a last minute merge. Have you right. ever encountered or, or or someone that takes it upon themselves to get over in that lane mm-hmm. so that you can't pass everybody? Yeah. <laughs> that's another option. So what are you? I'm very curious and... Uh, you can you can go to the Facebook page because I actually posted up a little a little chart there, a little graph. Are you driver A or driver B? And feel free to let us know if you're driver B and you're zooming past everybody just yeah. to get in the front of that line. We're not I'm not gonna call you a name. Now well now you at least have an excuse that that's like the proper way to do it. Yeah, don't tell my boyfriend that though, because he'll <laughs> take that and just run with it. <laughs> you might be listening right now. Go to the Facebook page, check that out, and let us know what kind of driver are you? Are you a late merger or are you uh, going with the flow and just hanging out in that right lane? St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Last year, Taylor Swift caught a lot of heat over being nominated for awards for a re-recorded version of an album she released, I think, like a decade ago. Oh, yeah, I remember that. So Taylor Swift has released three albums within the last year, one of them being a re-recorded version of her album Fearless, which was her last country album. I love it, by the way. Fearless came out, I don't know, I was in high school. Yeah. I mean, I, first off, iconic album. So her re-recording it and releasing it again, surely to do great, and it did very well. And I hate to say it, but Taylor Swift, if she's nominated in any category for an award, she's usually most likely to win. Her fans, her following, her haters are all so massive. She just has such a big impact on everybody, right? It's very much like Garth Brooks in that it's hard to go up against that. Because exactly. it's just it's massive. It's massive and it's hard to it's hard to break past. So the idea that she could 
be nominated and win a Grammy for an album that had already been recorded and released 10 years ago makes people in the music industry kind of, you know, it's kind of cringy. Like in that case, why would Blake Shelton not just re-record and release Austin and Old Red and expect, like not expect to win a Grammy for it all over again? You know what I mean? Do you think he would though? No. (laughs) Maybe, I don't know. that's, That's the interesting side of that though, is that can, like I would imagine like House That Built Me. Right, Miranda Lambert could re-release that song, right. and it would probably win again because it's such an awesome song. Exactly. Same goes with that album. So I, then it goes like, if if that album is so great, then of course, like let it be nominated for a Grammy and get all of its glory all over again. Or then it's that idea of okay, yeah. you know, let's get creative and try something new. I just I think that they should probably just you know one and done, move on kind of thing. I think I, so I too. agree with the music industry in this case because it's like double dipping. I think so too, and we love a self-aware queen. So Taylor Swift has officially pulled her 2021 Fearless album, the re-recorded version, from any Grammy nominations. And she said if they want to nominate her for anything, it can be her Evermore album, which is basically all new works of art, all new songs that she released last December. Yeah. So. That'll be a little bit, that's going to be a little bit more tough to to get in there. Exactly. Because that's a very, I mean, it's called cottagecore. Like it's a very niche kind of music that I don't know if, I don't know if it applies to the masses, but because it's. Taylor Swift, yeah. you never know how well it's going to do. I love it. I love that album. I like that album too. Yeah. So, you know, just a little interesting convo about her and her country past life and, you know, I guess how things work in the music world. Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 WIL. Tokyo 2020 CEO Toshiro Muto says it's hard to predict what will happen regarding the number of COVID cases. Those cases rise. I guess they're talking about how the Olympics just could be canceled at any moment. Like, it's not going to happen at this point, but it's not not being talked about. We're not messing around. We're not scared to shut this ish down. It's just, it, it, like, I, I imagine all of those athletes who have prepared their entire lives for this, and it was supposed to be last year, Yep. and now they're ready for this year, and it could be canceled again. So this, okay, so is it going to be canceled potentially because of more um, COVID stuff? Or? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so it would be the rise of the Delta variant and uh, people who have not been vaccinated getting it. They're already not having fans. Like there's yeah. nobody in attendance at any of these events, which I got to imagine as an athlete would be very difficult to do because you're just, you know. How do you get yourself hype? I've run a, I've run a, a full marathon before and the people on the sides of the streets holding up signs like you got this, you got like that Yelling, helps. Yelling, the it adrenaline. Helps so much, yeah. And I would imagine having your family members there. A lot of these are yeah. kids. They're like, you know, 17, 18 year old kids. Yeah going to the Olympics. So it's tough. It's tough. But I hope that we get to, uh, we get through this. The opening ceremonies are on Friday. True. So that'll be interesting to watch with, with nobody in the in the audience at all. Oh, here's a question. So whenever we watch the Olympics, you know, whenever the Olympics are happening, they're usually just like on your TV all day long. Like yes. they're happening and they're happening at decent times. What happens when they're in somewhere all the way across the world? Are they like doing the Olympics at 2 a.m. so that we can be watching it in real time? Nope. All the results are already like so. Softball played yesterday, I think, and soccer is was being played early this morning. So then the results are out, but we don't get to watch it until exactly. So you can gotcha. spoil everything at this point and go see uh, when it's on the other side of the world like that. So, which is unfortunate, but you can 
you know, no spoiler alerts or anything here. You can just watch it whenever they uh, air it air it on TV. Next story. Have you noticed that you may not have had a bad cold in the past year? Hands up. Yes, that's me. Totally noticed that. Now summer colds are popping up. Hands up. That's me. <laughs> Doctors are noticing the recent rise in respiratory viruses, especially in young children. We typically see viruses such as the common cold in fall and winter. But what's changed? We're not socially distancing anymore. Nobody's wearing masks anymore. So, of course, we're, we're spreading those we're viruses spreading again. spreading those germs all over again, just yeah. as we used to. So, it'll be interesting to see. We talked about this a little bit this morning, how St. Louis City is pushing for people to wear masks again. And it's not a mandate yet, but it might get to that point. Yeah. Really don't want it to get to that point, but it's possible. And I, my, my kids had, like, some... Uh, like drainage and stuffiness and stuff. They just went to the magic house. Oh, yeah. So we're just like hashtag magic house. Oh, yeah. Nothing against the magic house, but there's just a lot of things it's to touch. It's a lot touch. going on. It's a lot of kids touching yeah. the, the, everything. Lots of lots of stuff to touch there. Uh, what's your favorite airline, Casey? American. You like American Airlines? Yeah, because I'm pretty sure they have those little, I think they're called Biscoff, those like coffee flavored cookies. And because the video that they play whenever there's, um, whenever there are screens on the back of the oh, thing, yeah. the video that comes on and it's that gorgeous brunette, she's like, what do they say? <laughs> I don't know. Just like, like, welcome to American Airlines. Yeah. Thanks for joining us today. Her voice just like soothes me and yeah. gets me. I'm like, let's go American Airlines. I do like, I do like her. Uh, unfortunately, there's only one airline that made the top 10 this year. That's from the U.S. Is it the, Southwest? No. Which is also surprising. It's actually United. Oh, okay. And if it's it's number eight uh, this year, Qatar Airways comes in first with like Qantas, Air New Zealand, Singapore Airlines, Virgin Atlantic, EBA so, Air, yeah. British Airways. So no, nothing from the U.S. No, which and then, I mean I've only really been on planes from the U.S. and I'm not shocked. Hawaiian Airlines is 16, Alaska is 17, and Delta is 19. So there's some in the top 20, but not in the top 10. And I got to say, it's super hard to like, because I just flew Alaska for the first time over the weekend, and it's not anything different. Like, the yeah. only thing that's different is that when you fly Southwest, you got to be all stressed out about what seat you're getting into. True. And this, you have assigned seating, which is fine. Mm -hmm. But I still got them Biscoff cookies. I still got them snacks. I still got my yeah. ginger ale. The Everything is the same. The snacks, the if they give you drinks and the whether or not there is a screen in there usually plays a big part for me. Yeah. Give me a steak dinner and then you'll be number one in my book, right? I think you just need to buy a first class ticket <laughs> meals. if that's the case. Bring meals back. That would be awesome. Cards lose to the Cubs yesterday, 7-6. to six. They'll continue the series tonight. First pitch at 7-15. Time for Remy versus Casey. We've got our contestants, Megan's and Herman. Richard's in St. Charles. Megan, you were on the phone first. So who would you like to play for you today, Remy or Casey? Megan, are you Hello? there? Yeah. Who do you who do you want to play for you today, Remy or Casey? Uh, Remy. All right. Okay. All right. All right. You ready okay. to do this? Yep. This is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country 92.3 WIL. Uh, another day for another Remy win. Hump day. Okay. It's Wednesday. Remy C. And it's Remy 8 to 5 this month. Wow. I don't know why this is such a surprise. I do. You June, don't win. June was my practice round. It was spring training. It yeah. didn't matter. Didn't matter. And now right. we've got a, a crowd of people trying to force their way into the station. We've got them locked out. They just want to see Remy. Well, now it's game time. <laughs> They've got to wait because he's got some work to do. Uh, today, the game is guess who? Remy, you won. Who's going first today? Casey goes first. Okay. 
Casey up first. Remy's going to stay in the studio for this. Casey, your first person. There is one steal available per person in this game, by the way. And you've got three total hints. You get three total point points for a possibility. Casey, this person is a country artist. His debut single was about some girl named Mary. A artist, not a duo. A art an artist, yes. Can I Kenny have the Chesney. origin? Kenny Chesney. <laughs> no. Oh. Okay. Good guess. Good guess. I should have known. He says Katie in every song. Fighting for two points. If you see him, he's most likely rocking a trucker hat. Who is it? Don't Scott. Oh, man. I wow. just don't even know. Man. Do you know? I have guesses, but I don't want to waste my steal. I'm just wasting like guesses right now because I have nothing. Okay. You have nothing to lose, yeah. We'll see if he, This is your last chance. One okay. point possible here. He's got two songs that definitely fill the requirement for being a country artist. Something about a beer and something about a truck. Ah, I should have guessed on the last one. Ah, <laughs> oh, freaking Luke or Kip Moore. You hey! got a point. You got a point. Uh, we were just talking about Kip Moore the other day. And what did we say about no, him? We were talking about he's very broody. He's but very then we broody. were also talking about how our promotions director loves his arms. Yeah. Oh, wow. So, Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I should have known. He'll, okay. He's he'll gonna he's going to be here for the Washmo Fair, apparently. We need to save that audio and play it for him. Like, <laughs> oh, Kip Moore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So Casey's got a point. Thanks to Ketmar. Remy, here is your person. It's a country artist. He's another hat guy himself, but he tends to step outside the box with his hat choice a little bit. Tends to step outside the box with his hat choice. The first hint's got to be random, you know? He got it's a, a weird hat. It's a weird. He's got weird hats. <laughs> Jimmy Allen. <laughs> that's a, okay, that's a good guess, though. That's a good guess. Why are you laughing? <laughs> because maybe if I just say it a little stronger and louder, I'll I'll summon the you right totally answers like it. you do. Build the confidence okay. for it. All okay, right. that's clue number two. He'll sing his ass off, but he won't dance. Uh, Lee Bryce. Remy for two points. Yeah. Nice job. Nice job. Yeah. That's a good one. That is a good one. What's the? Oh, he wears like fedoras yeah, sometimes. He's, yeah, the fedora, and then the what's the one that's like the golf hat, like a Three Stooges kind of hat. Yeah, I don't know what that's technically called. A cabbie hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 like yeah. A kangle. Oh, okay. You remember those? No. What? No kangles. Okay. <laughs> kangle? What? <laughs> 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 <Or a> kangle. <laughs> okay, here we go. Round two. Casey, your person is a country artist. Uh -huh. Uh First hint. He's nasty because he likes mustard on his fries. He nasty. Be quiet. I need to hear this song in my head right now. Mustard on my fries. Uh, Eric Church. Yeah. Nice. Good. That was a good one. Three points. Wow. Okay. That was maybe too that easy was, for the first hint. I always thought that was pretty nasty of him. Yeah. You mix the ketchup and the mustard. It's yeah. not bad. No, no. Stop it. Okay. Ketchup only. 3 1 so far. Remy is, or 3 2 so far, excuse me. 4 2. I can't Ooh, count. 4 2. 4 2. Casey leads. Remy is trying to wrap up round two here. Remy, this is a country artist of the past. First hint, you probably haven't seen her in a while. The last time I saw her, she was dancing on a bar. Loretta Lynn? When have you seen Loretta Lynn dancing on a bar? I thought there was a, a story about somebody dancing on a bar. Maybe. Those are some images I don't need to see. Question number two, or a hint number two. Remy. Yes. I need you like water, like breath, like rain. Can I steal it? You can't steal it yet. Dolly Why? Parton. I'm stealing it. Dolly Parton? For two points, Faith Hill. Oh, man. Steel is gone. <laughs> <laughs> also, super confident, by the way. It Ooh. sounded so right. 
Ooh, you're thinking of Breathe. I need you. Sophie B. I, Hawkins. Uh, needs the rain. It's okay. It's that song. So do I get one more then? You get one more. Okay, and there goes your steal. The only hint I can give you at this point is something that rhymes with her name. You going to give me that hint? Oh, that was the hint. That's the hint. That's so crafty of you. <clears throat> something that rhymes with her name. She's on a bar. She's a person of the past. Come on. Is she alive? I, I was going to so. say, of the past or has she passed? No, she's she's alive and kicking still. Um, Trisha Yearwood. Oh, man. I th- is she I from know. Illinois? Is she from Pocahontas, Illinois? Oh, is it Gretchen Wilson? No, no. Leanne Rhyme. Oh! Ah! Coyote Ugly, Dancing on the Bar. I literally said her last name. A rhymes. Come on. That was really good. And I've been on a Leanne Rhymes kick lately, too. Give me the lyrics and everything. I'll be, I'm not. I'm not. You're better than this. Gone in 60 seconds. Down to our final one. This is a sudden death round. Casey's got a two-point lead. She can protect it, get the win here. Remy could win with three. He could tie it with two. This is a local athlete. First to answer correctly wins. Or point-wise, we'll see. Local athlete, past or present. First hint. He came to St. Louis from California, and he never left. Is this a baseball player? He came to St. Louis from Hockey. California and never left. Oh, is this just for me? No, this is oh, sudden so death. I'm just making sure. Yeah. I was um, like, I don't know. Uh, okay, hit number two. He's number one in your program, number one in your heart. Ozzy Smith. Ah, jeez. Tied it up on the wall. For two what points? Up? Yeah. Tied it up. So we're 4-4 four, four now, right? Two points. Overtime period here. After you guys tied in sudden death, the question going to play off of our last question, which the answer was Ozzy Smith. What year? We'll have you guys write this down. Ah, uh, you're killing me. What year did Ozzy Smith play for the Cardinals for his first season? Oh, man. Uh, maybe one of the top two, three Cardinals ever. First year in St. Louis. Yes. Casey, you're looking at your sheet with bug eyes. Now you kind of maybe scratch the answer out. $14. I I just don't know about baseball. Ozzy Smith. He's an institution. Yeah, I know him. I know him. I just don't know. Okay. Casey's answer, 1982. Remy. I 1978. Originally, I had 1976, but I thought that sounded way too old. Good thing you changed, because Casey wins 1982 oh, no. on the oh, dime. Yeah. All right, that's fine. Screw off. She's back. <laughs> wow. Okay. Harsh. I'll be over. Casey. 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 She's fired up. It took a minute, but I arrived. She is fired up. Sorry, Megan, I lost for you today. Richard in St. Charles, our big winner today. Richard, do you want the Michael Ray tickets or the Zach Brown Band tickets? Up to you. Richard, are you there? I don't think Richard's there. Okay. Richard, call us back. We've got we got some tickets for you. Yeah, sounds good. And then uh, you know, maybe I can get back on my streak tomorrow. Maybe. Or start a new streak tomorrow. Now that I've got some momentum, I'm not sure. We'll see. I just Remy- needed one win to get on it. <laughs> Remy versus Casey. We'll do it again tomorrow. Remy and Casey. So it seems like women are in prime style for like decades. Like you kind of just ebb and flow and you're good to go and all that kind of stuff. But men, on the other hand, go from looking like overgrown teenagers to wearing jean shorts, denim hats, socks with sandals, you know, that kind of thing. Belts for no reason at all. I get it. I get it. Um, but science actually says that men hit their style prime at the age of 30. 
I totally get that too because by that time you're far enough removed from a college frat boy or like your like dirty college age. However you were when you were 20. Dirty college age? Yeah, there are dirty like college boys. <laughs> and then there are the fratty boys. And then there are the athletes that only walk around in athleisure. athleisure. Yeah. So like I feel like you're far enough removed from that, but you're not fully into dad mode yet. Yeah. And I, I think that I'm I'm stuck in between that. Would you agree? I think you're I think you're a little lost somewhere <laughs> in limbo. I'm stuck in the ether. Yeah. Uh, the average guy before the age of 30 will go through five overall looks, four hairdos, and three different facial hairstyles. Now, I don't really have uh, strong facial hair skills here, but I I have definitely had four hairdos before the age of 30, and one of them included like straightened bangs. <laughs> and in college, check it out, two, not one, but two Lacoste polo shirts popped. <laughs> At the same time. At the same time. Layered. Yes, layered with popped collars. And like I, the pink Lacoste was really in in college for me. Mm, yeah. So green underneath looked like a watermelon walking around. It was fantastic. <laughs> uh, but that was hot back in the day. Roughly 40% of the men's survey described their style as casual. I would say that that's probably my, my style. Uh, only 5% would say their style is cool. I I think that between the ages of like 30, like mid 30s to maybe early 40s is where guys fall off because they like, they're like, I don't really know which category I fit into when it comes to like style and stuff. And then after age 45, I'm pretty sure most guys are like, you know what? I'm straight dad mode in. NASCAR shirts. Let's yeah, go. <laughs> unless you're someone that really takes pride in it and like, w- like really puts thought into unless what you're, you're wearing. But unless you're I don't our think afternoon guys, show host. Yeah. Unless you're an afternoon show host on the radio, you don't really care. Marty is constantly at Nordstrom. Always buying the the latest and greatest skinny jeans. I mean, he is. He is. He looks good. I'm jealous. We're about the same age, and I'm jealous of his style. I'm coming in in graphic tees every day. Maybe you need to go to Nordstrom with Marty. Maybe I do. Maybe I do. How would you? How would you, Casey? How would you describe my style? Graphic tees. Yeah. Backward hat. Yeah. Jeans hang tight. Reeboks. Reeboks? I don't even own Reeboks. Wait, then what are you wearing? New Balance. New it's Balance. all the same. <laughs> New Balance shoes. But they're not the white dad New Balance shoes. No, they're, they're not. They're like trendy New Balance shoes. They are younger for sure. But I do, if I had to just like restyle you, I'd keep you for the most part as is. Keep the backwards hat because like we're chilling there. Yeah. Instead of the graphic tees, I'd get some good quality like plain white, plain black, plain charcoal gray tees. White tees. Plain white tees. Wow. What if they're see-through? No, they won't be. Not if they're good quality. Okay. So just plain tees. Because I was going to ask. I was going to ask, what's something that I can go out and buy today? Keep your keep your same t-shirt situation, but like make it plain tees. And I'm not talking go to Walmart and get the like four pack of white t-shirts. No. <laughs> Fruit of the loom. <laughs> like, yeah, look up like the brand cuts or something like that and get a quality t-shirt oh. that you can wear 50 times and it's not going to look, you know, dingy or see-through. Going to cuts.com. <laughs> keep your jeans or maybe... Upgrade to like a more fitted style of jeans. Okay. That's all I'm changing about you. You know what we should do? We should have dudes send in photos of their style and then yeah. you should style them. I would have a ball. Because I love this, only having to buy a t-shirt. Yeah. That's awesome. That's fantastic. I think one good staple piece can really change up an entire look. Just you, saying, hello, you, it's Casey here to um, dress you for the day. You know me so well. You do. <laughs> you do. I'm going to go out and buy myself a white tee today. You should. <laughs> all right. Here's a question for you. Do you think 
that people on social media should be verified? Do you think everybody should be verified? So not just celebrities or public figures, but like you as just a person, Remy, should have a little checkmark by your name just so that nobody could ever... Or it just verifies that, like, this is you. This is the real person. Yeah. This is your Because on account. Twitter, I do. You know, I got that blue check mark. Whatever. So, verified. Um, but I'm talking more like, you know how when you sign up for a bank account and they have to send you an email and it's like, here, type in this code. And it's like a couple steps of verification. They're wanting to, they're, the question is, should everybody have to go through that to make sure that you're a legit person? Right. To eliminate bots and, you know, AIs and computer computer systems that are just basically throwing out, like, fake news or right. spamming or people. if there are those accounts, because I'm thinking of it as, like, on um, specifically Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, you have those accounts that are, like... Pretty houses in St. Louis, and it's nobody's personal account, but it is it is like a lot of cool things that a lot of people will follow. Yeah. At least if you're a human, you should get a check mark if it verifies that this is you and this is real. And then if you're not, maybe go through a like um, a drop down menu of saying, okay, then what kind of account is this? What type of stuff do you think you're going to be posting? Yeah, I think this would be a logistical nightmare for like a Facebook or a Twitter who are already collecting all your data anyway, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. But I think that you might think twice if you are someone online to like hide behind your profile picture of a cat. Exactly. Or your grandchildren or or whatever. for example, the DM I got, will you be my sugar baby over the weekend? As I was looking closely at this profile, it didn't necessarily, not that I was going to do it anyway, but it didn't necessarily look very promising. I was like, you could have taken anybody's profile or like photo from Google, stamped a fake name on there, and you could be trying to scam me right now. I don't know. Neck tattoo guy. I don't. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know don't, why you would choose that photo. I don't think but. he's hiding behind anything there. But no, I get your point. I understand what you're saying there. It's just a, it's an interesting thought. You know, it's a it's a good question to think about. Should we be verified to be online? And then you get into like government IDs and you know and all that. Should kind the of government stuff. be involved in the internet? And you know, if the government gets involved, they're going to ruin our fun. Let's be honest. But do you think that that should be the case? I'm going to post this question up on Facebook. You can check it out there and let us know your feedback because that's where uh, we probably need to be most verified is on Facebook. Uh, Exactly. Oh, my gosh. Did I ever tell you when I was in high school, somebody or a bot or I don't know, someone made a fake account with all of my my name, all of my photos an account like of me. Yeah, like a catfish account. And trolled people in my school. Oh. And then I got in trouble. And I had to prove that it wasn't my account. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is pretty crazy. So, yeah, I think it's a good idea. You should let us know. Comment on our, on the post on our Facebook page, too. Yeah, go check it out. I'm going to go post it up there right now. Should you be verified to be on social media? I think it's a good idea. <laughs> I do, too. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Many, many, many years ago, and I, I don't even know how many years ago it was. Probably in the... Many. 60s or 70s, mm. Dolly Parton was on the cover of Playboy magazine. Oh, yeah. I think we talked about that before in here. And she decided, why not revisit that? Whoa. 20 is my husband Carl's birthday. 
And you're probably wondering why I'm dressed like this. Well, it's for my husband's birthday. I said I was going to pose on Playboy magazine when I was 75. Well, I'm 75. My husband always loved the original cover of Playboy. So I was trying to think of something to do to make him happy. He still thinks I'm a hot chick after 57 years. So she's recreating her Playboy cover. She At is, 75 years old. She's got the ears on and everything. Yes, she does. I think Dolly is someone who can appreciate not taking things too seriously and keeping things lighthearted and fun. And I thought this is hilarious to see. It's 1978. 1978, yeah. When that when that Playboy cover first dropped on newsstands around the world. A long time ago. Yes. I think my favorite part of the show today, Casey, was talking about printers, which is like the weirdest. People got worked up. (laughs) It's all on Facebook right now. Uh, That argument, I guess, is being had out on the Facebook page. Which is basically, if you are under the age of 40, you do not have a working printer. You just don't. And if you do, tell me this. Do you have ink in it? Do you need to refill any cartridges or filter situations? Do you know where it's at? And if you have the cord to plug it in. So on the Facebook page, uh, a lot of people are saying that it's false. That they are well under the age of 40 and still own a printer. Olivia has owned a printer since she was 21. Look at that. She turned 21. She went out to the bars and got herself a printer the next day. (laughs) Uh, another false. I'm printing paperwork right now. Here's here's the real. This is the this is the truest comment. Brianna says it works. It just almost almost always needs cartridges. Exactly. And that's where I'm at. Yeah. We have a printer, but right now it needs cartridges. Right. Like, like I'm not going to spend seventy dollars on two ink cartridges today. Yeah. When I can do so much else with my time. I think especially posting it to Facebook is interesting because, you know, people on Facebook just like to argue. Like if it's if you read that and it's true about you, you kind of just giggle to yourself and maybe hit like. Yeah. But if it's even remotely close to false, get in there. No, no. Type it. It's false. It's false that I have a printer at home. I've been a printer since I was 12. (laughs) No. And it works every time. Yeah, Every single time. Yeah. Uh, So that was a fun conversation for me. It's one of those weird conversations that you're like, I don't know how this is going to go, but people are fired up on Facebook. So. Uh, Casey, what we're here have, for. Yeah, Casey, do you have a, a favorite part of the show? What else did we do today? Let me let me look back. So no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I did like the game, mostly because I won. Or when we talked about driving, are you someone that... Are you a late merger? Are you a late merger? Do you wait until you get to that final moment to merge or do you do it right away and then sit in line because if you're someone that zooms past everyone and cuts everyone at the last minute you're on my list but you're kind of doing it right that was the big caveat is that the zipper merge is probably the best way to do that but getting everybody to do that with you that's the hard part yeah because nobody else knows that the zipper merge is where it's at you're gonna get a lot of dirty looks maybe a middle finger or two (laughs) <laughs> Maybe some road rage down the road, but and it's fine. Yeah, what up two seventy? And I have no style. Is something we've we've known for a while now. But it's oh, are you working on something over there? We are working on Remy's style. Oh and my gosh, he needs it, and I've got my Photoshop coming in hot. <laughs> coming in hot. Yes, it's awesome. Can't wait. Tomorrow's Thursday, Friday Eve, uh, Friday light. We will take it, and we'll see you tomorrow. Ninety-two-three WIL. Thanks for hanging out. You can catch the Remy and Casey show live Monday through Friday from six to ten a.m. on. 92.3 WIL on your radio. 
or download the 92.3 WIL app and listen there. You can also enter to win concert tickets and use the feedback feature to participate in the show and join the conversation.